0: Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Credentials Buffering Podcast. Today you have myself, Dean, and Layla doing a breaking news update on Joe Biden's choice of Kamala Harris for his vice president position. So we're going to give you our takes on it and uh, hopefully we'll cover uh, both spectrums of it. So Layla, why don't you go ahead and tell us why Kamala Harris is a good pick?
1: Okay, well, first off, I think she's a great pick because she's able to fill in the blanks that Biden isn't able to fill in. So essentially, she's a, a Biden for Biden <laughs> back uh, for in 2008. So um, I think she's able to definitely fill in for like, um, yeah, she's able to support him.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about traditional VP roles. Um, some people say VP pick doesn't matter at all. Some people say it's mildly important. Um, but for the most part, how I view it at least is you use the VP pick to complement a position that you're not strong in. So you have progressive, uh, old kind of establishment Joe Biden as the presidential nominee. And then what is he weak on? You know, with all the Black Lives Matter protests going on, you know, defund the police, law enforcement, everything like that. You know, he had a lot of pressure off the bat. He kind of drew himself into a corner during the Democratic primary debates when he said, I will choose a woman, when backed into a corner. And then he went on to say, I will choose a woman of color. So, you know, we kind of knew that was coming, but that kind of limits his options. So, Layla, what kind of benefits, other than kind of complimenting Joe Biden, do you think Kamala Harris herself brings to the table?
1: I think it's not even just to redeem Biden, so to speak. It is a step forward for people of color in general because she will be the first woman and she will be the first woman of color in the vice president um, position i think i wouldn't say she's just like just completely complimenting him i think it is just a step towards progression and that it's kind of a redemption for her though back when she was attorney general there were some like instances in her past when she wouldn't like look into the Black Lives Matter movement and such like that, even like with the certain deaths of the black people from the black community. And she got a lot of hate for that. She had a lot of controversy regarding that. And even as she was mo- moving forward, you know, she's a she's basically supporting the police officers and such. So, I don't know. I think it's very tricky because I know she was definitely...
0: A- so, you're trying to say, though, that she's more of kind of a symbol of America moving forward in their, in their right. progression right. with that kind of candidate. Well, let me ask you this, then. She herself was running as a presidential nominee so is she not good enough for those people to be president but she's just good enough to be vice president if they really want to move forward uh with a black woman running running on the ticket is she just good enough to be vice president because no one wanted her to be president so now is it a totally new topic
1: that's a very that's a very good point i think she is I think she, from the beginning, I thought she was capable of leading our country. However, I just don't think in the political climate that we are in from going from a president like Donald Trump, I don't think the people are ready for, first of all, a woman, whether she's like, people did not want.
0: Well, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote in 2016. So you'd like to think that that's at least on the table to have a woman running as president. And she arguably, you know, would have been the most likely pick to you know be a woman winning the presidency so I mean I think that point's kind of mute is having a woman on the ticket because it's definitely possible and it's definitely doable it didn't happen in 2016 but it wasn't a complete blowout so we know you know I suppose have to also
1: look at the character that Hillary Clinton had and just the background that Hillary Clinton and the Clinton just have period it's People w- didn't trust her as much. Yes, that yes, she was able to combat that, and yes, she was the first woman to be able uh, to run for president, and she did win the popular vote. However, I think it's just another step until we have a person of color, because you know you've seen all of these these white males in power, and. It took so long for a person of color like Barack Obama to eventually get the ticket. So then we're talking about another section here. Okay, yes, we have a white female being able to run for the ticket, but then we still have to, there's another barrier to that.
0: So does the barrier, does white female Trump black president? For the barriers you're talking about, so white female is harder to achieve than black male for president. Because if we're just talking about race, I mean, Barack Obama broke through all those barriers. So is the logical next step, we had a white woman, now we need a black woman on the ticket? They're
1: definitely stepstones to how people come in power.
0: So we have to look at, too, in the future, Joe Biden has already said that he doesn't plan to run for another term, which, I mean, is blatantly obvious to anybody Watching the news, he's described himself as, you know, kind of a transition president. So by logic, you know, Kamala Harris, who he has selected as his vice president, would be what that transition is to. So do you think she's the best person to tra- make that transition for the Democratic Party? Yes,
1: I do think she is.
0: Okay, well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about, uh, let's move back, which everybody forgets so easily about the Democratic primaries and how much of a shit show that whole situation was, we had Joe Biden so behind in every single caucus, and then we hit the debate stage. Now, if you'll remember, one of the reasons that Kamala Harris wasn't really a frontrunner at the beginning was because she bashed Joe Biden, pretty much crying on stage, accusing him of being a racist and a segregationist, who was responsible for her getting bused to schools in her district. What do people say now? Does Kamala Harris, does she think Joe Biden's a racist? And if she does think he's a racist, then why is she running on his ticket? I'm going to
1: be cliche and say it's all about the politics. <laughs> um.
0: Well, if you, want to, if you want to make progressive change, it's either you run on that ticket or we're playing politics here. But I mean, if you want to sit on stage and, I'm assuming, pretend to cry about getting bused to school by Joe Biden's policies in a segregationist world, and then you know, then what? I'm just a political player. I'm a political robot. I'll say whatever I want to get forward. You know, is that what she's trying to progress?
1: I don't think so. I think I think she's taking this opportunity for all of for all of the little girls out there and for all to make sure that people and females of color are able to hold this high position. Yes, Biden is considered is considering himself as this transitional president, but it does set up so much more possibilities. I mean Barack Obama gave so much he gave so much uh, inspiration and he was so motivational in showing the country that these things are possible and it's not just limiting it to just you know white males and just white females
0: I mean, we had an eight-year term blackmail as president, so you're saying that's a big step, and it's okay to bite the bullet with someone like Joe Biden, who, if you're Kamala Harris, believes is a racist, as long as it's progressing forward. Yeah,
1: I think there's always going to be these little bouts of steps that you're going to have to take. I mean, look, right now we have Donald Trump in, in office. You can't. Are you saying that the Republican Party isn't biting a bullet with him? I mean, I don't, I've talked to many Republicans and conservatives.
0: I think most of the Republican base doesn't believe
1: I I I like to, I disagree.
0: And and what is Donald Trump a transition to, too, if they're biting the bullet for the Republican party? Are they biting the bullet because he's the only one that can swing that base and that popular vote for the Republicans? If he is, that's not biting much of the bullet because it represents the majority of those values. What are those
1: values, though, that he's uplifting or he's representing? What do you think?
0: I mean, if we're gonna talk Donald Trump, I mean most of the things that he focuses on is a populist, a national you know, he believes in nationalism and I think that's what won him the vote in twenty sixteen, if we're gonna talk about that, is going back to some more traditional values as far as I mean, speaking from his base, as far as putting America first, and a lot of his a lot of his antics and a lot of his things aren't what a lot of people agree with, but a lot of his policies are what people agree with. So I think it was that kind of that forgotten generation that won him the vote in twenty sixteen. But I don't think anybody's biting a bullet choosing Trump. I don't think anybody's sitting there like they are with Joe Biden, who absolutely hates Trump, and they look at Joe Biden as, eh, you know, he's, I guess he's what we got. I mean, I'll vote for him because I don't like Trump. That's definitely not the attitude of the Republican base and Trump's base right now. I know many,
1: many Republicans and many conservatives that have voted for Donald Trump, and they have said they have made a mistake and that they regret that that they made this choice because Donald Trump definitely uh, r- solidifies that those racist and even those racist, misogynistic, transphobic, homophobic remarks. And people use that as an example of, oh yeah, my president is, is allowing me to say this stuff because he says it. Like, I don't think well, that's very-
0: Well, the fact that you- the fact that you bring up Trump when we're talking about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris on this situation exactly mimics the Democratic's attitude. We don't really care about these candidates that much. What we care about is Donald Trump.
1: I don't... I do so, not...
0: So do we want to run against the, the lack thereof merit for Donald Trump? Or do you want to run on the merits of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? And if so, talk about Right them. now,
1: they are the best what we have. That is true. They are the ones...
0: It... You're, telling me, people... you're telling me, and tell me this, you, th- you believe Joe Biden is the best candidate for Democrats after seeing 15, 7 people, 8 people, whatever it was, on the Democratic primary stage? You think Joe Biden is the best candidate to lead the Democratic Party forward? Personally, I
1: think it's Bernie Sanders, but the world isn't ready for a Bernie.
0: <laughs> they weren't ready for a Bernie, um, you know, in 2016, but you could argue the same thing happened. Bernie was way ahead in all the polling numbers, and then the Democratic establishment comes in and swoops it away and gives it to Joe Biden, just like they did Hillary Clinton in 2016. You also, uh, have, to th- th- you also but, have to
1: think about the white moderates.
0: And You think white moderates resonate to Joe Biden, who, has pop- or who supports policies like defunding the police, most notably the Green New Deal. Those are extremely progressive politics, and I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to, to find anybody who'd consider Joe Biden a moderate now, except he looks like one. But let's let's get back on Kamala Harris. So, one of the big things we talk about, um, and a lot of the a lot of the problems have been with Kamala Harris. You know, Joe Biden backed himself into a corner when he said, "I'm choosing a black female president." I think he'd have a much better shot with Amy Klobuchar, who is an actual moderate, appeals to a lot more people. But he doesn't doesn't have that option. So he backs himself into a corner, says, "I'm going to choose a black woman of color or a woman of color to run on my ticket." So what does Kamala Harris actually have besides being a black woman that supports Joe Biden? She's a district prosecutor, and if you remember the Democratic primary, she got put in a body bag by Tulsi Gabbard on stage after she spent all that time crying about Joe Biden being a racist and a segregationist. And then you have Tulsi Gabbard come out and absolutely bitch slap her back down. She didn't have a response for it. And it's, it's the policies that she has. She's supposed to be, you know, appealing to the moderate. She's supposed to be winning that black vote back that Joe Biden has really been losing. And the Democratic Party has been losing that middle ground in the black community. And, and you know, that margin area area that the Democrats have already, always had as a stronghold. So they're losing that. And they want to bring someone in who can help re-solidify that. Now, someone like... Someone like... Uh, <laughs> Kamala Harris comes in, district prosecutor. One of her key points, and this is what Tulsi Gabbard smacked her down about, is putting people in, in 1,500 people in jail for marijuana possession charges, and then she goes on a radio show with Charlemagne the God and laughs about doing marijuana in college. How is that supposed to appeal to those? communities that are oppressed and the whole movement's been defund the police she is the police she's the head over here that's putting those people in jail so i don't know how that does anything to help solidify that lost black vote that they're losing it doesn't do anything for them so the only merits they really have moving forward is hey kamala harris is a black woman we said we were going to choose her and we chose her does she do anything for black people no but she's still black and she's a woman
1: She's also South Asian.
0: She is. And another interesting note, her father came out. She said she's making all these claims for, you know, not reparations, but supporting all the rioting and everything like that. Her father comes out this week and says that they are descendants of Jamaican slave owners. So it seems like she might not have even been on the right side of that ethnically. She can claim and uh, try and claim for slave rights, but she's not a descendant of a slave which is what most people who make those claims feel that they're entitled to those benefits because, hey, my family were slaves 100 years ago, 150 years ago, 200 years ago. So you know what? I'm entitled to these. I'm entitled to your vote. I'm entitled to reparations. I'm entitled to defund the police. I'm entitled to rioting. But you know what? She's not even on that spectrum. She's on the opposite spectrum. So I really don't see a lot of strength moving forward in this campaign And all President Trump has to do, people want to call him out for, you know, he called called Kamala Harris nasty, just like he called Hillary Clinton nasty. But you know what? He's referring to how she handled Joe Biden in the Democratic debates, which was nasty. So what strength are they looking for in this candidate moving forward other than being a black woman who the Democratic Party could have chose to be on the primary ticket if they wanted? But no, she's not good for the presidency. She's just good enough for the vice presidency. So people who want to make those claims are just absolute hypocrites in my eyes. If you want to throw a black woman on the ticket as a token gesture, that's, that's insulting to black communities. I don't think it's helping to progress in anything. But why, why is she a benefit to the Democratic Party other than being a black woman? What policies does she have? What is, what is her benefit?
1: You know, I really don't know. You, made, you brought up some very good points, and I know a lot of people who are very upset about Kamala Harris being the vice president, like, nominee choice. Um, I think it's just going to be very interesting on how this plays out.
0: Well, I'm telling you what's going to happen during this next election, election cycle is everything is going to be absolutely whitewashed by the media when they say, hey, you know, Joe Biden made this claim. He's going to have a black woman of color on his ticket, which in itself is a token gesture. He didn't say, I'm going to have the best person qualified. He's like, you know what? We need a black woman for vice president. That's what America needs.
1: Who cares if
0: you're qualified? Who cares if you're the best person for the job? It's got to be a black woman. Is that not insulting? You think that's empowering to people? No,
1: that is very insulting.
0: So, I mean, I, I don't know what kind of benefit they're looking to move forward with this. And all President Trump has to do, he doesn't have to do anything. He was begging for Kamala Harris. He supported the choosing of Kamala Harris before it was chosen because he knew she would be a great target and she's weak on the areas that he's strong on too. Trump has arguably done a ton of criminal justice reform as well that nobody likes to point out during this period, during his presidency, when Kamala Harris was locking people away for smoking weed that she herself has done. So, Layla, tell me, what does the campaign look like in the next few weeks? Do you think this digs Joe Biden out of his basement? Do you think they're going to do some more events together? Or do you think he's going to turn the reins over and let Kamala Harris run the campaign? I feel like he's going
1: to give her the mic. Give her the ability to... Not even give her. Let her showcase that she is changed.
0: Changed from from three months ago?
1: (laughs) No. Changed from when she was Attorney General. Changed from when she was criminalizing... Uh, well, what if she's
0: changed, is, are people not judged on their records during this? Are people not judged on their voting records when they're in the Senate, when they're in the House? So since you're a black woman and you've been chosen to be on the Democratic ticket, you get a pass for any injustices you may have done? You're a brand new person? What are people supposed to judge you on then? What you say during the two months before the election? Should that only be what you're judged on? That's definitely not what other people were judged on. It's definitely what, not what Donald Trump was judged on. And if we want to talk, you should only be judged about that. Let's talk about the Brett Kavanaugh hearings. She was the main person out there. And they want to talk about nasty and mean. She was terribly disgusting. She was so mean to the Kavanaugh family. And that's what really got her a name. She was so, she was so nasty to the Kavanaugh family. It's tough for people to look at her and say, hey, that's a totally different person. That's not someone who's been... Bashing this poor family relentlessly for a, for a federal judge confirmation.
1: Now that's a different topic. That's not together. a different topic. Because that is she's a different topic. I'm talking. If you know, if you're talking about the Kavanaugh case and, and that situation, um, it, those are very different because there are different claims that were that have been said and. Regarding the Kavanaugh family, yes, it's politics are difficult. A lot of this, is, a lot of this is difficult. So, but sometimes so. it, it takes a loud voice and takes a loud, it, it takes these extra steps to to make. To
0: what a, what a, uh, so it's okay to believe someone like Christine Blasey Ford coming forward and bashing Brett Kavanaugh on it. What about her saying? What about Kamala Harris saying uh, she believed Joe Biden's sexual assault accuser? Do you think it's it she's ready to she's ready for that kind of evil now because she's on the ticket or she can play to it because it plays to the end game? Now it's okay, but you know, during the Kavanaugh hearings it wasn't okay. Believe all women and then she goes ahead and you know, she she's accused Joe Biden of being of being racist and then she comes out and says that she believes Joe Biden's accuser Tara Reid so is she okay with being in that exact same boat? It's fine if just if Justice Kavanaugh would have been running for president, all that stuff that they said he did, it would have been fine if she was his vice presidential pick. It seems very hypocritical.
1: I don't think that I don't.
0: <laughs> but it's okay because she's. Running. I don't
1: think that she thinks it's fine because no female. Okay. It's not necessarily that it's okay that she's running. It's because she represents. Again, it is it is dealing with tokenization. However, she is representing that it is possible for people of color to be in office, to be okay, in a higher so office. Okay, so it's
0: possible, but only if someone like Joe Biden comes out and says that you can be his running mate. It's not possible for women of color if they're running in the Democratic primaries like she was, like Tulsi Gabbard was. It's not possible for those women... Unless a white man can come in and say, hey, you can be on my ticket. Here you go, kiddo. I'm
1: just ready for an all-female ticket.
0: <laughs> well, that'll be out there. But, you know, we're talking Kamala Harris now. And if <clears throat> there's something we want to bring up, if she's going to take the reins for this campaign, we have to remember people want to call her charismatic. People want to call her whatever you say. But she is a political machine, and that's why she was did not do very well, and that's why she pulled out of the Democratic primary race. It's because people can listen to her and be revved up by her for a few minutes and then they kind of look back at her and then they realize that this is all rehearsed, you know, robot saying these things and she's not very appealing in that aspect. So I don't think she has enough energy. She has definitely more energy than Joe Biden, but does she have enough energy um, or enough actual charisma to energize the democratic base? If she's going to be the new face of it, I don't think so. And especially not this election cycle. I think we're
1: just going to have to see how this goes.
0: Okay. Well, we will. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be a very different different ticket than we're used to. Because remember, she is the first person of color to be running as a vice president. Um,
0: she's the first person of color. No, she's the first woman of color to be running on a presidential ticket. She's definitely not the first person of color. We had Obama for eight years straight. So, you know, we have a woman on the ticket. We got a black man on the, on the ticket winning the presidency. So, I mean, all we have left for all those, uh, you know, progressives out there is, hey, let's... Uh, Take this black woman. She's not great. She, uh, you know, doesn't want to do anything for the black community, but she is, you know, a black woman who stand up on stage and we can write her name down, check in a box for the Democratic ticket. So Layla, why don't you give our listeners out there your kind of final thoughts moving forward on, we're just talking about the selection of Kamala Harris as the vice president nominee or I guess vice president for Joe Biden Democratic primary nominee. <laughs> Do you think he made a good choice? Do you think there's someone he could have chosen better? Do you think she's the right choice for his ticket?
1: I think there's always a better choice. However, again, this is the situation we're being put in right now. Right now, I think the Democratic Party is definitely settling for Biden and we're just going to have to see how this goes. A lot of a lot of Democrats are saying anyone but Trump. So, this is it.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But you don't think this is going to dissuade people in the middle? Oh,
1: of course.
0: Do You think it's not going to dissuade that black vote in the middle that the Democratic Party's really been losing? Oh, yeah.
1: I, again, I've said I've, I know many people that are very displeased by this choice, even because they have mentioned the tokenization of Kamala. We'll just have to see where the, the DNC continues to progress after this election,
0: All right, well, I will give my final thoughts on the take as well. Uh, Moving forward, this was just a complete sham by the Democratic Party, complete tokenization to choose someone that they don't know, that's not going to benefit the Democratic Party in any way other than checking the box that Joe Biden was forced into a corner on the Democratic primary stage of saying, I will choose a woman. I will choose a woman of color. So now they're in the situation, who do we have name recognition? Who can, who do people actually know? Do they like her? Not really. I mean, does she do anything good? Not particularly, but you know what? She's black and she's a woman. So let's throw her on the ticket. Everybody, thank you all for tuning in to this special edition of Joe Biden's vice president nominee Kamala Harris. And we'll we'll definitely have some more information in the coming weeks. And we'll see if this was a smart choice by the Democratic Party. All right. Make sure to like and follow us, credentials buffering, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks so much. Bye.